Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On today's show, I have the owner of GoVR Gaming, Will Daly. Will, thank you so much for coming in. This was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, we uh, talked about the, the ins and outs of the current industry, the landscape, what's going on with VR, and then we get to know a little bit about you and some of your hobbies as a, as a film student while you're running a business, which is very impressive. Um, this was a ton of fun, and we definitely got to have you back. Um, where, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at 321 West Catella Avenue uh, <laughs> at the Garden Walk, uh, Suite 153. Um, usually there uh, most weekends and sometimes most weekdays, depending if I have class. Uh, basically, go VR gaming. Uh, that's where our story is called. Uh, social media, everything's go VR gaming. So, Facebook, Instagram, and we don't Snapchat because fucking weirdos. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you can call the store. Don't call the store. Again, weirdos. That'll make sense when you listen to the episode. Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, for personal stuff, the best bet is to go to my fiance's stuff, which is Joy Chu Art on Instagram. Uh, that's the best place to kind of see just some of the highlights of what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just, so just go there. When you go to VR Gaming, just just play the entire time. Like, give them business. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> just get day passes. Day yeah. passes all day. Yeah, just stay there like the whole weekend. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I'll stay open. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive is on social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive on just about anything. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network, which uh, uh, gives us a platform every week. So thank you to the network and to JPG. Our thank you, owner. JPG. But not really. He just no. makes me say thank you. He's over there right now looking at us. Fuck that guy. Anyway... <laughs> Um, big thank you to the network for giving us a platform. Uh, the network has a plethora of other shows available right now on Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your talking. You have Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to Geek Culture, hosted by Alex Catherine. Geek KO, our weekly trivia podcast, hosted by Justin Majiraga and Ish. We have uh, Nerds on a Roll, our RPG podcast, hosted by Rob Lorne and their whole crew. Uh, we have DGIF, Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, putting a lens on marginalized issues within the geek community. And on the horizon, that's right, there's another one coming. We got uh, PNG, Pencil Neck Geeks Podcast, tagging in your inner wrestling geek, kind of spun off from this show. It'll be out soon, either late June, early July. Um, it's hosted by Elaine Dolalis and Berto Ponce, so please keep an eye out for that. Uh, and rate, comment, uh, all that stuff, subscribe. We really do appreciate it. Uh, next shout out goes to us, our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for providing the space, the equipment, and helping us sound great. You can find them at wayland.ws and their audio dramas, uh, Where Live Frontier, uh, and the different iterations of that show on Alpha and Apple Podcasts. Last shout out goes to uh, jordandene.com. That's Jordan, D E N E.com. They are a geek apparel sponsor out of Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy and they're eco friendly. And if you use the promo code GeekSayWhat, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I believe that's it. Will, thank you again so much. I got to bring the Geek Offensive boys over to uh, GoVR Gaming. Yeah. They'll do a little something there for you. So we should do a thing of Geek Offensive boys versus the Ready Set Geek squad mm-hmm. and just like paintball throw down in that oh i'm, I'm gonna cheat like hell i'm oh, just gonna okay. look at him like broken controllers yeah and shit. like they can't do shit yeah i'll be funny it's at jason angry is like one of the funniest things in the world you should see it in person oh my god <laughs> uh but don't forget to rate comment and subscribe and to check out r slash don't put your dick in that to join the offensive cue my music
Like I'll say something, they usually won't listen. <laughs> Just put put the mic in a spot on your face and then try to keep it at that spot. Exactly. Like, and again, because this is for someone to listen to. Like, exactly. Like that's one thing I'm always li- like uh, I keep in mind when I'm recording. Yeah. But, uh, but Will, thank you for being on here. I uh, no problem. Thanks yeah, for inviting me. Yeah. Was it? Uh, it wasn't a long drive for you, wasn't? No, I live in Orange. In Orange? Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Well, it makes sense. You own Go VR Gaming. Yes. Um, which is, I mean, if you want to talk about a little sure. bit of your business. I'm pitch my business to you and then spend Please. the whole second half of the podcast making you not want to support I, me. I mean, I'm already <laughs> I'm already sold, bro, but like let's let's get uh, okay. let's get some new some new players for your so, for your establishment. I am the owner operator of Go VR Gaming, which mm-hmm. is a virtual reality arcade located in the Anaheim Garden Walk in Anaheim, California. We are right across the street from Disneyland. If you know the area, Harbor and Contella on one oh, side of the intersection. Got a great location. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're on the other. Uh, if you're at Disneyland, the front gate is just under 1,500 steps from our front door. So oh, wow. Quick walk. 15 okay. minutes if you're slow. Uh, it's <laughs> that great. That would be in the 15-minute mark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I'm walking out there, I'm taking my time. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, because... Yeah. Being, being there all the time, I don't have to pay to park there, mm-hmm. so I'm not paying to park at Disney. How long has the business been around? We've been, around? been open just over two years, a little bit more than two oh, years. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it's been yeah. fun. Nice. Um, we're um, going to, let, let's wind it back a little bit. Were you always a, a gamer in general? Like, what was, what led to you opening this business? Uh, so, the initial, this business came from, uh, basically, my, like, annoyance and jealousy with how, like, the industry would work where kind of they would announce things at like E3 or like you'd see some technology be talked about uh-huh. at CES and like, hey, like you can come and see it there. And if it never really pans out, like that thing doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. That was kind of my first experience with VR. Um, I think I want to say it was either WonderCon or Star Wars Celebration where they had the Oculus Rift for you to yeah. try. But then like you didn't see any production models for like a while after. Yeah. And they had it hooked up to this cool thing like this this haptic mouse where you could like feel because it was like a Jenga game they had it hooked up oh, to, yeah, so yeah. you could like feel it like actually pull and push and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I still have not seen that mouse on the market. Maybe I'm just not looking. But <laughs> I'll show you a picture. I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like it. a pen on an arm kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think it's called the. It's by a company called Falcon. It was like a 3D mouse. They're mm-hmm. kind of cool. I I purchased one because oh. I thought on. My thinking was it makes a cool prop. Mm-hmm. It was in the movie um, The Meg with Jason Staten. Oh, it's the shark one. Okay. Yeah. I was like, the guy's the using the, the, the okay. guy's using the mouse to pilot the mini sub, and I'm like, I want that. <laughs> I'm like, I know what that is, and I'm buying that. So I went on eBay and found some dude. Oh, cool. But it's this cool mouse, yeah, but no one uses them. So exactly. but yeah, it was the yeah. same thing. It was, I was, you'd hear about it at conventions. I think I was kind of not like early on, but it was when they were talking about it at like, um, at uh, Oculus Connect, which I don't even think was called Oculus Connect then. It was when the Facebook had their big announcement. It's kind of scary, like, seeing the video from it it's a bunch of people in this giant, uh, I forgot where it was, but it was just a giant room filled with people having a VR headset on, and, like, Mark Zuckerberg walks through the room, and, like, no one knows he's there, so they all take it off, and all of a sudden, Mark Zuckerberg's in front of you, oh. which would be, like, the most terrifying thing ever. <laughs> But he kind of does have that like dead look in his eyes. It's kind of smoke some eats. Have you seen that video? No, it's amazing. It's, just, it's him in his backyard, and they have like that giant egg thing where you can like smoke yeah. meat in it. And he's like smoking these meats. 
we gotta smoke these meats for these people and like there's no people in the video <laughs> it's like what is he do oh well i'm gonna go uh, if I can... the meat is people no, yeah. the... <laughs> that's kind of what i'm thinking but if i go to the next one which is going to be in september which you have to be an industry person to go to which is which, which of, CES? Uh, it's called oculus connect oculus connect okay uh it's but it's more for developers but i was going to get a smoke these meat shirt because mm -hmm. he's always there and just be like <laughs> see if i can get kicked out <laughs> But yeah, it's the same idea. It's you go to these, you see these people doing these things, and it's like, hey, that's really cool. How can I do it? And then it was kind of this like, not wild west of it, but it was just there's no established. This is how you do VR. It's if you want to do it, you have to learn how to do it. Yeah. And I was like, that's BS. No one's gonna do that. Like, it's not. Like, I, I just want to go and have fun. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. Well, what if we made that a business? And it was kind of this thing that I didn't necessarily fall into it because it was something I was looking into, but it was like cool well i didn't know how to build computers or anything but mm -hmm. you needed a good gaming computer and for christmas my parent or for my birthday my parents gave me a budget and they're like hey build a computer or buy a computer and i'm like well the computer i want i can't afford but if i buy the parts i can afford it mm -hmm. so i bought all the parts figured out by watching youtube videos how to build it built it played on it and was like hey this is really fun but it's only fun for a few days i spent way yeah. too much money on this to like just. Yeah, that's been kind of the thing that's like uh, I've noticed with VR games or any type of game that requires like peripherals. Yeah, like you're, like you'll be having fun for the first week, and then you're like, I don't want to go through the trouble of like yeah. putting this on, plugging this in, yeah, like, making sure I got enough space. I think everyone had like their Rock Band band. Yeah, like, and it was. It was oh, super I still fun. got one of those plastic guitars sitting around in the closet. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. We had a birthday party, and I mean, legally, I don't know if we can do this, but uh, they were like, hey. Could we like play rock band? And was like, you know what? I got my whole band. Like, I'll bring all the instruments. Yeah. Let's have and there's a bunch of kids doing that. And then like DJ Hero. And it's like, hey, yeah. this is fun stuff. And it's exactly it's you're not gonna ever play it, but it's fun for that like three hours. Yeah, it's good for a party. Like, keep some people occupied. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, and it, it's that reason alone was already like, how is this gonna be viable for yeah. so long? And, um. It is still kind of the Wild West in terms of making this a business. It's like yeah. just a few years ago, like I said, like, oh, that's the first time I saw it. Yeah. And then now, well, that was 2015. So like four years later, it's like there's places like yours popping up. There's yeah. um, home sets, stuff for your phone. Yeah. I mean, there's big companies like IMAX VR that have mm -hmm. like come and closed down. So it's just like I didn't even know oh, yeah. that was a thing. I'm gonna <laughs> like I'm gonna I'll hopefully go into a little bit of this industry and how much this industry sucks and just like I kind of like I don't I love VR like that's why I do what I do mm -hmm. and like honestly like I'll, I'm gonna talk about it I don't make a ton of money doing it but like I love doing it and I will gladly go and do what I do every day because I make people happy. But I think that's the way to go with any oh, yeah. business or anything you do. If you love doing it, like, it's worth it. Yeah. However much money you're making, like, I think that will always come first. Yeah. As long as it's not costing us money. Right. What, as long yeah. as you're turning yeah. some We're profit. We're turning profit, so it's like, yeah. I can afford to be like, let's do this thing. Like, I hate pitching and talking about my business, but, like, the thing we do is it's, we want to run a business as if we were the customer. Mm -hmm. I talked about this on like Ready Set Geek when I was there, but it's a stupid thing, but I call it the toilet paper theory. Toilet of, paper theory? Yeah. In okay. our place, we use Charmin toilet paper, like extra soft, like the, the <laughs> nice stuff. Like, because it's like, look, if, if I'm going to go to the bathroom here, I want to use like nice toilet yeah. paper. So I'm not going to put that in like a special bathroom and be employees only. That's exactly. For I'm paying for the experience here. You yeah. got to give me the nice toilet exactly. paper. Exactly. 
So we want people to like, hey, if we're doing this, we want to do it how if we were a customer, we'd do it. So like we'll have birthday parties there and we're like, hey, or not even just birthday parties, just like your group of four friends come in, they're all playing. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, do you guys want us to take some pictures for you guys? Because like everyone likes having pictures now of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like none of you guys can do that. And people are always like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, hey, no, like, we'll just like email it to you. We're not trying to charge you for it. We just want you to have fun and focus on having fun. I think that's a smart move, especially at like all this. I just went to, um, um, not medieval times, the pirate one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to that one just the other day and it's like, they charge like a ridiculous amount if you take a photo. Like oh. they'll take it for free, but if yeah. you want to keep it, it's like 50 bucks. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, it's already printed. Like it's done. Yeah. The cost has been sunk into it. Like if I say no, you're just going to eat that. Yeah. I'll give you, there's a thing to be said in video games and everything, but like if you make something reasonably priced, if it's like, hey, it's three bucks to take this photo. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, we'll do stuff with uh, me and my fiance, and it'll be like, hey, like, there's a photo. Hey, it's $10 if you want to download these. You know what? Like, that's, it's not necessarily reasonable, but right. it's not, like, 40 bucks. Yeah, it's not out there. It's not so much that'll, like, turn people yeah. away. Well, it's like, I guess we will. Because Disney we'll did that. They went to the, like, MaxPass system or yeah. the PhotoPass where it's like, hey. Yeah, those bastards got me with that. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> it it's, works. It's for, what was it, like, 30, 40 bucks? Yeah, it was just included with the cost of the yeah. pass. So I was just like, okay, fine. Yeah, and it's you get every photo that mm-hmm. they take of you on every ride. Yeah, it is handy. So it's like, you, all right, I'll take it. It used to be like $40 a photo or something crazy. So it's like... Yeah. It's funny, like printed photos cost like that much. I guess those printers are expensive. Photo printers are expensive. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing photography as a student and it's just like... It's oh, you're still a student. Yeah, nice. I went... Uh, so not only I'm a business Fuck, owner. you're a student and I'm, a business owner. Yeah, God I went damn, back son. to school. <laughs> um... I have a degree in business, mm-hmm. and my fiance has a de- uh, MBA in, from Chapman. I went to Chapman too, nice. so just down the street, Southern California podcasting. That's all mm-hmm. I'm gonna <laughs> talk about Southern California stuff. Um, Make all the references you like. <laughs> yeah, okay. But um, I mean, the long story short was uh, she is an international student, so she couldn't work anymore, and we weren't ready to get married yet. So okay. she decided to go back to school so she could stay and we could still be a couple, even though I didn't want to get married yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we're getting married eventually. So congratulations. We're engaged. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she pushed me to go back to school with her too. God, uh, just to like pick some stuff up. And I was super into film when I was in high school. Like I took it a ton. I took a bunch of like programs and summer school of it. And oh, so- I got another segment for this show for you then. Okay. <laughs> so it was fun, but I like made the decision of I didn't want to go paycheck to paycheck and kind of be worried about that. Uh, where like, hey, because I didn't want to like oh, everyone went to film school to be a director. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, like I want to be like a lighting crew or grip or cinematographer. Yeah, at least there's a union or something. Yeah, yeah. like I'd be a union person, but like. You get good paychecks from that, but you don't know when you're going to get your next paycheck from that. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I want to do something steady and go to business school and go into business. So I I mean, I, I went to business school. I didn't really go into business business. I worked at CarMax for a while, selling used cars and then... That's it's related. But I took pictures of used cars, which like, that was my favorite thing I've ever done. It was super just... Hey, see, that's always the thing where you like find that f- it, you might be at a job that you're just like there to get a paycheck, yeah. and then it's like you find that one little thing about it, and you're like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> like, I legitimately had a guy from corporate come in and be like, hey, your store's pictures of like 
gotten really good. And I was like, oh, yeah. well, thank you. And I, that helps sell the car. Yeah. yeah I'm like, I appreciate <laughs> that. And I mean, I've always been curious about going back and just seeing the amount of technology they've done because they've added like 360 photos of cars and stuff. I'm like, dude, I'd be all over this. Like, what kind of like rig do you use for that? Or is it I think just, it's just several? A, like, a, yeah. It's yeah, not. Just, oh, it's nothing like. Ones. It's okay. not a cool. Like, I thought it'd be like, hey, like, I can build these rigs. Like, I know how to do this. Like, <laughs> Matrix shot these cars, yeah. and they'll be, like, perfect. They're like, no, no, just take four photos. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay, so you're in school for business, and then what? Or, I'm uh, in school for uh, photography, for photography and film. For, and film, okay. Yeah. And then what, uh, let's go back to how yeah. you open the uh Oh, yeah, VR, we got to finish. Our stuff. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Happens so, all the time on this show, don't oh, worry. Oh, yeah, no worries. <laughs> If you listen to my like Ready Set Geek episode, I don't think I finished a single question. So oh. I felt bad about that. But we'll we're gonna get to the bottom of it here. So <laughs> we got time. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> no, okay. So yeah, you'd see VR at these conventions and stuff, and it's like, hey, someone should figure this out. Mm-hmm. I built my computer, learned how to do that. You're playing in my garage basically because I didn't have space for it. Like when I got the thing, because for real quick, how VR works is you have a headset on, so it blocks your vision. You see around. But there's a thing called dream scale, which is pretty much the standard now of you have a space you can move in. Yeah. So, like, you can do somewhere you're just sitting and, like, looking around, which is, it's cool, but it's not what the potential of the technology can do. Right. And I've always had that question, too, as in, like, um, because I, I feel like they had to figure that, the seated VR first yeah. before you could even get to the stuff where you're moving around. Um so, I think people wanted to jump to those like omni treadmills right away. I'm like, we're not ready for that. Just wait. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, but you were saying the standard uh, dream scale, it's called? Uh, room scale. Room so scale. you have a space. Okay. Uh, the I think the minimum they said was do like a five by six foot area. Um, it still seems kind of small. It is pretty six, tiny. Yeah. A lot of arcades will do like an eight by eight little box, which okay. like I call that pivot scale mm-hmm. where it's like you can... You pivot basically. You can't. Yeah, move, you can't really take a step. But anywhere. you can go this way, this way. Um, but when we were like uh, coming up with everything too, it was like, look, I don't want to do that. Like mm-hmm. that's not cool. We want to do the biggest space we can. So we have a. It's about. We made some compromise, but it's a ten by fifteen, which is stretching what the technology we use could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, it's become a little bit better. So you, you, we could do bigger. But that comes into all these big calculations now of like square footage of hey can I oh, justify yeah, the, doing the this? The space you got to rent has yeah. to be like fairly sizable. I so would guess. that's why the industry yeah. kind of sucks. As for us, like I I love the mall I'm in. Uh, has new ownership. They were super great. Mm-hmm. The new guys as well as the old guys of getting us to stay and kind of just working with us and understanding what we do and kind of basically told them I'm not paying per square foot. Mm-hmm. Like I'll work out numbers with you, but I'm not gonna talk to you per square foot because i don't yeah. want to have that number in my head and be like <laughs> oh no we're taking away play area space from people like i can't afford this this person's space is like four thousand dollars this is ridiculous like how many like booths we have it? eight eight okay. so we have eight 10 by 15 play areas oh scale. that's a nice little chunk of space there yeah it's yeah. pretty big we're yeah. we're one of the bigger i mean there's some big companies that do this but we're one of the bigger arcades and like Southern California, at least. I think that's about the size of my first studio apartment. <laughs> yeah, uh, we. <laughs> this is in San Francisco, so it's, okay. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's still not that tiny. That's that's livable. Uh, livable. I'll, yeah, I'll Liv- say that. Livable. livable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so we were doing this in my garage. Uh, basically, what we would do is we'd pull my car out. My computer weighed about fifty pounds, so I'd carry that down a flight of stairs, bring it out to the garage, set it up. And I gym. Yeah. yeah, I'd play for like 
I was playing four hours a month. But the most fun we'd have with it was when, like, our friends would come over. Mm-hmm. And, like, one day we just, did like, put it up and, like, I'm good friends with my neighbors. But we were like, hey, we have the VR set up in my garage. Like, do you want to come and just play some stuff? And, like, our neighbor who, like, I didn't really know at the time came over. And, like, we became pretty good friends after that. Uh, but it was just like, this is what this stuff is. So, basically, I was like, I spent too much money on this just to, like, have it be a four-hour-a-month thing I play yeah. with. So, I'm like, why don't I spend more money on this? And get more people to pay me to play this. And around that time, a company opened up in um, California, not California, in um, Canada doing the same thing. Uh, and Are they, you from here originally? I, I, my whole story is I'm from Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. I grew up in Bermuda for a little bit. Uh, moved to back to New Jersey, New Hampshire, and then out here a okay. little over 10 years ago for college. Oh, And nice. then never left. Okay. Um, but, uh, so, crap, I was lost. Um, let's see. Yeah, this wasn't going to be like a four-hour oh, a month yeah, yeah. Uh, so activity. We're like, this, like this guy up in Canada opened. So one, we're like, okay, so we're not completely crazy. It's not mm-hmm. like no one in the world's thinking of doing this. People are doing it. There's, it's, it's a thing you can do. Um, around that time, I met this guy through doing film stuff, trying mm-hmm. to see if I wanted to get back into doing that, uh, who knew some guys. And one of his friends, his job was, it's changed since then, but he was the futurist at Fox. Mm-hmm. So his job was just to learn about future technology stuff. How the fuck do you get that? That's job? It was the coolest job. That's like, yeah. That's the fuck. Does he need an assistant? Shit. <laughs> well, like his job because I was talking with him, and this is when VR stuff was pretty new, mm-hmm. and it was like no Nokia mm-hmm. made. It's, it was called like the O, like the Ozone or something or Oz. It was a camera. Okay. It was basically a camera, but had like sixteen cameras on it, so it could shoot all around it. It was one of the first. Oh no, no, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. one of the first like true VR cameras that mm-hmm. shot good enough video. Yeah. Because I, I, I love three sixty video, and it's just like it was never good. It was just cheap stuff. Yeah, it was kind of like a little novelty thing. I think my buddy had one. It's like yeah. oh, we can take this funny yeah. photo at dinner, and like it was like blurry as all hell. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so this was like an actual company doing it. And I think they didn't know what the hell to do with it. So mm-hmm. it was like they charge eighty thousand dollars for it, and they're selling it as like, hey, you can film your meetings with this. Yeah. To like businesses. But like Fox just bought this dude one and they're like, hey, have fun with this. Like mm-hmm. figure out if we can use it. But I met him. I got to talk to him a bunch and he was kind of like, hey, yeah, like this is like stuff we've heard about people kind of getting into doing this arcade thing. And I'm like, all right. So there's official people thinking this is a thing. This company exists up in Canada. And the nice thing the Canada company did, I don't know if it was a good idea, but they shared a lot of their information. So they were like, hey, this is just so goddamn polite. <laughs> well, they were like, this is how we set our cords up. This is right. our layout. And it's like, okay, like, I understand why you're doing it this way. I'm going to take that and I'm going to change it, but I'm going to use kind of the, what you've already found out. Uh, what, what kind of, what gear are you using? What the... So we use the HTC Vive. Okay. I see a lot of places yeah. using that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to burn bridges, I guess, but HTC sucks. They're. <laughs> <laughs> they built an amazing piece of hardware. Okay. The HTC Vibe Pro is amazing. It so when the Vibe came out, it was eight hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's five hundred dollars still. Which, yeah. Oh. That's not cheap. Um. Um. But uh, the new one's like fifteen hundred dollars. I saw that because I was uh, I had gone to a, a VR place or it, it was more like they they had. A bar that had a an arcade that had a VR section, okay. and like yeah, we were looking. I'm like, oh wait, that's the vibe. I've no of it. So we were just looking up prices, and I'm like, you could technically have it at home, but it's that's pretty yeah. goddamn ridiculous. 
Yeah. Um, so so I, I guess maybe that's probably like, hey, you come here so you don't have to. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just running off a what kind of, it has to be, I would guess, a pretty powerful PC. Yeah. So when we built them, because again, we're like two years old, I built mm-hmm. top of line computers. Mm-hmm. It, that was our whole thing of like, we're not going to cut the cost of these because we'd see places and like the guy up in Canada posted system specs. It's like it was great computers, but it was great computers three years ago. Right. So it's like, all right, this guy's doing this. I'm like, we're gonna do top of line stuff, and like I'm a computer guy. Like that was like my main. Like, mm-hmm. I got it. I get into things. So that was like I learned how to build computers. I'm now into computers. This is my like thing. <laughs> so I was like, gun home. Like I know everything about these things, and I was like, all right, this is right when the 1080s came out, and I'm like, the 1080 Ti's. I don't know if you know. Stuff, but it was, very basic stuff. Yeah. Graphics cards, the new series came out, but they were like great for VR. But then there's these new ones coming just on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So it was like I held off and we built half our stations. So we built four stations uh, with 1080s. So like these were probably $2,300, computers at the time. <sighs> and then the TIs came out and we we're like, all right, we'll buy four more of these. And then those were like twenty five. But the, that's smart for the long run, though, because oh, yeah. you're going to be running this business for a while. You don't want to be like having to upgrade all these computers every like exactly. few months. I mean, I did the, I did something similar with my desktop at home. It's ten years old, but like when I yeah. put it together, I had a buddy put it together. He's like a software engineer. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, this is what I need to do. This is my budget. And then we went a little over budget, but it's like. It still works great to this day, a decade later. Yeah, that's, and I've, I've had to make one repair to it, and it was just the power source. Yeah, and that was it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's why I like computers are awesome. But um, yeah, that's why you want to kind of put money into it because a mm-hmm. lot, a lot of the people would do, hey, I'm going to do this as cheap as possible. Great, you're gonna don't yeah because they're thinking like very like um and I and I get it they yeah. don't want to they want to cut down on the overhead they don't want to like have to eat that costs all at once but I'm like listen if you're gonna go into that kind of business you're gonna have to like kind of dig a little bit of a hole and then get out first yeah. Yeah. from running a business it's crazy how much money you have to make to actually make a dollar back of yeah like, so <laughs> like but because no one factors in the plumbing the lights yeah, and like all the <laughs> Just the it's basic upkeep. All this little stuff that you don't even think about, but mm-hmm. it's just, but we we made the decision of we're not going to think about this stuff for mm-hmm. the beginning. We want to get this built to what we want, and then we'll try to get it back, which I think a lot of the arcades that at least opened when we were, because we were one of the, f- not first, but we were one of the earlier arcades opening. Everyone that was opening then cared. It mm-hmm. was they liked VR. They were all kind of doing it for the same reasons, where it wasn't these big companies that were going to get into it. And hey, I'm going to make billions and then close. Are, are there any big companies uh, we trying got, to do this type of thing? Do you have? Um, Dave like and I haven't Busters. seen a chain. Oh, Dave and Buster. Dave okay. and Buster's does some stuff. They uh, do. I had not seen. It's been a while. Yeah. That's their marketing there. Um, but oh. sorry, I'm marketing for my competitor. Um. <laughs> But they've, it's kind of cool. Like, what they have is it's or like a m- movement thing, like a thing you, four people, I think I think it's four, it could be eight people. You get in, sit in this thing, uh, you put a headset on, they just, like, have controller right there, so you pick it up. And they originally it was a Jurassic World thing where you scan dinosaurs, which was the lamest. Scan dinosaurs? Yes, you're sitting in this little cart and, like, oh, what dinosaur is this? What dinosaur is this? And it's like, oh, let me shoot, to, like, shoot these it. motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, like what? <laughs> like why it's a is video this a thing? game? That's why we're playing. <laughs> like it's okay, but and then, now they have one where you like ride a dragon, so you're like shooting okay. a bow and arrow at dudes and stuff. So it's like okay, you're getting it better, mm-hmm. 
but it's still it's just a Vive. Like mm-hmm. you just put a Vive. It's not even a Pro. Which I thought that was hilarious when they signed their deal with them that they're like, hey, we're opening 400 like headsets and they're the standard Vives. And it's like, oh, you're working with HTC and they're not even giving you the nice stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> they clearly just don't care about anything. Yeah. So you figured that would be like a perfect way to like, you know, yeah, it's expensive, but hey, you can try it. Yeah. And maybe if you like it enough, then maybe you'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. They're the biggest, uh, like we talked about, there's IMAX VR, which they opened, I think they had 10 centers around right. like, I don't know if worldwide or US wide. I know they had one in New York. They had one in LA. And the LA one was the holdout, but that eventually closed. They ran things kind of weird. They tried to do it as a hybrid, um, like a movie theater. So Would like, you still have to put on like headsets w- for it? So like if also, you come or? to play for us, okay, you'd go, we're kind of like, you can play whatever you want. So we'll help you switch games and all this stuff. But you go, I want to play for half an hour. Great. Cool. This is your station. This is how it works. This is your first game. Let us know when you're switching. We'll tell you how to play the next game. Okay. You go there. I want to play uh, John Wick at... 2.30. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, just hang out and wait for a few minutes and we'll come get you when we're good. And you go in and play and then, oh, cool, that was your game. You're done. Come out. Oh, cool. Do you want to do anything else? Like, So it was just a, literally a few minutes? Or, yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> and it was just... <laughs> well then. And I guess they're, one of the things I didn't... Because th- this was just my experience of going as a person just to try to see what they do. Mm-hmm. But I guess now that they closed, people have done some analysis of it. And they added a rule, which was you needed basically a chaperone with you the whole time. So as long as you were in VR playing, they had a staff person watching you. Okay. Which is okay, but it was one staff person to one customer, which... Oh, that's not a good idea. You money doing yeah. that. Like, we pride ourselves on the fact, like, our staff, or, like, when we're there, uh, you are getting like pretty much hands-on experience like we like if you need help we are there we don't mm-hmm. want you to have to ask for help like we want to be there anticipating you're confused you're not sure what to do next mm-hmm. here's a little hint to kind of guide you the right direction right but like at most we can do like one person watching three so four stations and which, the, which seems reasonable yeah, yeah which is completely reasonable you you don't want someone to play the video game through you yeah, and then Which, some people are just like, I've done this a dozen times. Like, I can, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. So it's, but it was just, that was just a different system that just was never going to work. Uh, the Disney, Disney has the Void, which I've done the Void. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I, we always recommend people do it. We mm-hmm. think it's awesome. Yeah. It's, if you haven't done it, it's, you put a VR headset on. It's a whole computer rig you put on. So you walk with yeah, the computer. Yeah, they suit you up with this uh, this huge vest and you can feel yeah. some of the impacts and stuff. It's got yeah. sensors so it knows mm-hmm. where your hands are. You pick up a gun from the environment. It's not like a controller that's handed to you. Yeah. Uh, heat that, feels hot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can feel stuff sort of move. I, I've seen like other places mess with like, that level it's of VR, haptics, yeah. Hapt- okay, so um, I think another one I saw was um, it was like a Minotaur maze, and they had like a physical maze yeah. that you could walk through, but you still had to, like put on yeah. the whole gear. So the problem with those, if we want to talk business stuff, is through put on that of like Disney. Uh, the way the void works is pretty decent, where you're in rooms, mm-hmm. and that was like my downside to it is they built this huge like warehouse style VR experience, and it's literally like eight by eight rooms. Yeah. Like you're going from small room to small room with a group of people. Mm-hmm. So you're bumping into each other and it's claustrophobic the whole time. And that's because 
they need to have people in the room behind you going or else right. they're not getting enough people through here to make any money. Exactly. And you're just going to be like a giant wait list for yeah. it. And like, yeah, no one gets to try it. No one gets to talk about it. And yeah. then from what I've heard, they don't make a ton of money and that they have a lot of mismanagement going on. Oof. Like, because they have a Wreck-It Ralph thing. I'm not talking bad shit. Um, yeah, Please have, do. This they, is the okay. show for it. Okay. <laughs> they have they have a Wreck-It Ralph thing, which is awesome. I think it's cool that they have a Wreck-It Ralph. I have only I done, the, do the, one too. I've only done, done the Star Wars one. Yeah. But... Also, how do you do a Star Wars thing and not give people a goddamn lightsaber? <laughs> That's what I was they thinking. They show it. The only the thing I did find out though is you can dual wield with the with the blasters. Can you? So, yes, I broke it and you can't. When I did it, you broke it. Okay, so at how did o- you break it? At Oculus Connect. <laughs> so like I went to the thing and they're trying to showcase how cool they were and it was fucking hilarious because basically it was I'll tell you the first way I broke it um basically because <laughs> it's a bunch of developers so okay. it was just a bunch of developers and me who just is like oh so you're not going to just play the game you're going to be like how does this no, work I'm can like, I break this can I'm I like, break yeah it? I've paid money to do this this is free now yeah <laughs> so I'm like handing my gun to my friend and my hand goes from being where my hand is to holding my gun which is like five feet away from me mm-hmm. so it's like boom 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 and it's just like <laughs> What? What happened here? <laughs> it was hilarious because I'm like, how much can we break this system? Because mm-hmm. it's just like I'm not. I don't. If I paid to do it, yeah, I'm not going to screw around. Like, yeah, it's first like, thing oh, I did was flip people off. Yeah, but, that's on them. You're like, oh. <laughs> so, but it was fun. But it was funny because they they basically rebuilt their whole system for like the specific event, and they put it right next to. I'll talk later about it, but it's the Oculus Quest, which is it's a standalone headset for like 400 bucks. Okay. So it's just you put it on your head, play VR. That was cooler than their shit. And it's like, you Whoa. guys spent so much money developing this thing. Yeah, I bet one and, set is yeah, thousands sh- of dollars. Yeah, right and Facebook spent all their money developing this. I can give Facebook 400 bucks and have a cooler experience than what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of the problem they had is they're in development cycle. And they, oh, they made shit. everything. Yeah, well, I, I guess I must have gone a little after you because by the time I was there, I was able to dual okay. wield those blasters, no problem. Okay, it's actually really tiring because they get heavy. After oh yeah, those a while. things are heavy. <laughs> okay. okay. Then there is um a company that did Alien Isolation, which was that's at, at the, the block, I which think. is gone now. Oh, it's gone. It's gone Damn. now. Okay. Um, didn't get to try it. I got. I was there when they were clearing out, and I was Ouch. like, I want to steal some of this stuff because it's like, look, you're my competitor. Yeah. Like, and you're gone. But that was or just, at least get something on the cheap. Like, yeah. I'll give you twenty bucks for that visor. I know, but they use just straight <laughs> off the shelf stuff. And it's, oh, so and it's alien. Add yeah. You have an iconic gun, and like, yeah, when you have that property, you figured yeah, like you, you use have it. to go. You have to go all in on it. And look, there's companies in China that like make licensed props of it for airsoft. Mm-hmm. You can get the gun made for hundred bucks. Reshelled this blaster for another like thousand dollars, so fifteen hundred bucks. You're in for an alien blaster, mm-hmm. like you're done. And I felt really bad because I did it, and the guy was like, "How was it?" I'm like, "It was all right. Like uh. it was, it was cool." But I don't know whoever makes these because there's one at the Southern California cast at the Spectrum, uh, and that's a Terminator based one. Okay, this is a place called Spaces. Uh, I met the owner, and because these these guys are a big company. He was not, he was a nice guy, um, but it's the same shit. It's that no one understands pacing. Yeah, the alien one was like you're on like not LV four C whatever like I can't remember the number, but you're on like the planet and like hey oh there's eggs like oh mm-hmm. this shit's going down shit's going down it's all dark and scary. Is this one like a big arena type of thing? So or, um, or is it rooms also? It was 
it's it's a little different. It was a bigger area. Okay. And it kind of has you like loop on yourself so you don't realize like what you're doing. Like, oh, get on the elevator platform, mm-hmm. go to this level, get back on the elevator. But it's similar. Okay. Uh, so basically you would get in there and all of a sudden the aliens are coming and it's at 10 and the aliens are coming and they never stop coming. It's just the bur- like you keep shooting oh. the alien and like you need to have these pause moments. Yeah, you people know. are going to get burned out. Yeah. So. Especially now because everyone thinks a video game. Oh, it's a video game. Like they don't think physical activity. This yeah. can very much be that. Yeah. So every VR experience I've done has always been just that like there's a calm moment in the beginning mm-hmm. and then just shit hits the fan and it never stops. Well, I feel like that's just a gaming thing in general too. It's yeah. just like, I think now with VR, people are figuring, oh, this is, we have to adjust it for this yeah. type of gaming. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, yeah, if you did like time crisis at the arcade, like, yeah, you wanted that. Like you wanted mm-hmm. to, sh- oh, it's easy in the beginning and now it's just me shooting stuff. But like, no, you need to have those story elements of that moment of like mm-hmm. reflection, pause, calm things down and then escalate again, bring it down a little bit escalation get that kind of waves going yeah and that all leads to like a better experience for the player which again for your business is what you're really it's actually kind of interesting because you have to know quite a bit about this vr stuff but then you're also learning a lot about hospitality as well i'm guessing (laughs) um it's kind of a um I guess if you don't have those things thought out, you're going to ha- end up with experiences like that with the alien game where it's like it's not paced out right or, um, you know, having staffing situations like the one you were describing. It was just kind of like, oh, this is how early it is yeah. in this business. It's still like so the Wild West. Yeah. yeah. So that's the cool thing is just no one knows. I mean, I'll talk the bullshit that no one talks about in an industry is no one pays licenses to developers. So like when games huh. come out. Wow. I license every single game we carry, mm-hmm. or I have permission from the developer to be carrying the game I have the way I'm carrying it. But a lot of, de- like, because see, everyone runs Steam. Steam's mm-hmm. still the backbone of VR. And so, if you, you know, Steam is right. It's like, yeah. Steam is a big software that people use to buy games, uh, multi billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy just a personal license through there. Like, that's, how, that's technically how you buy games on Steam. When you buy it, you buy a license to right. own the game. I have special Steam accounts because I talk to them and I have set up where I can buy commercial licenses through it. Which oh, it's kind of like when you buy like a pay-per-view for like a bar or something. Like you have exactly. To buy, you have to have it's the different. business license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, the pricing is a bit more expensive and depending on how you do it through Steam, it was monthly. Yeah, like again, you, that that makes sense. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. Yeah. But you don't, there's no real check and balance to do that. There's no uh, big person that was like the cops behind it. Mm-hmm. I was working with, the, we work with a company uh, called Springboard, which does a lot of the background stuff for arcades. And one of the things they do is they manage licenses. Uh, and they do they allow us to do pay per minute for our games, which is awesome because it allows us to carry way more games than we could before. Okay. Because before we'd pay per month for all these games. We'd have to calculate, do people want these games? Are these games cool? Are they worth it? Is this game that's super expensive worth having because I can't carry five games because of it? Mm-hmm. This is now like, hey, we can carry all these games, and we only pay for what people play, which is awesome. That's good. Because it, it was at the beginning of all this VR stuff, it was kind of a limited thing. It was all I oh, pretty yeah. much saw was kind of like Beat Saber and maybe a shooting game. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we first, so when I first started doing it, it was before all this was even established, which is really cool. Uh, so I would just reach out to developers, and they'd be like, hey, uh, there's nothing yet. We don't have any way to charge you or anything. Uh, it's free. 
a lot of people were really cool about that. And they were okay. like, hey, just buy it and it's yours until we can work out an agreement. And like b- right before we opened, Steam kind of opened up and was like, hey, we're going to do this for now. So everyone was like, hey, do it through there. So we did. Uh, but now we were on the system called Springboard. And I had been talking with the CEO of that, and I was like, look, dude, one of the things you need to do is you need to start enforcing all this stuff. You need to go, because there's arcades, and I'm not going to, I don't want to point people out, but they are, if you go to, like, a place where they have stars on the street, Mm -hmm. um, they don't pay for their games. And it's, like, that's great, you're making money. You can make money doing that just fine, because you're not, every dollar you get to your dollar, basically, at that point. Yeah. but the people that made actually, the games, yeah, put the they, they get nothing. Yeah, and um, one of the developers I know was even just pissed off at them because they're running an old version of his game. He's like, "Look, uh, I don't even care if you're running my game and not char- paying me. I, you're advertising my game. I want you to advertise it the best you can, at least." Yeah, because if you're advertising the old version of the game, everyone thinks, "Oh, that sucked." Yeah, you know, and then uh, I, I didn't even think about that licensing. I was I was wondering how that worked. Yeah. Um, so okay, so. When you when you say that a bunch of places that are that kind of went out of business or whatever that it kind of reeks of like they're trying to like cut corners and it's they yeah. probably had older systems they probably thought like um, you pay for one play like oh like a regular arcade yeah. machine and that's it they didn't exactly. think about customer experience or anything like that because that was one thing we use Springboard and I love the system and honestly it's pretty good it has some bugs and flaws but mm-hmm. the thing we fought, fought them on is it has a timer system so basically like we said we pay for time like you pay you come in and you say I want to play for 20 minutes half hour whatever um what they want you to do is you want to put that in the system 20 minutes and then I get you set up you start the game there's your 20 minutes mm-hmm. boom you're done I hate that I thought that was the worst idea ever it, it was like rated per minute or something yeah. like that yeah which it's... like that's what we like we have to do still mm-hmm. but but it makes sense if it's like if you have a party you know hourly yeah. something yeah. like that so I use a kitchen timer I'm not using any complicated timing mm-hmm. systems. I want a little timer going next to you. And <laughs> if you have an issue, my employee can go over and we can tap the button on it and stop your time instantly. Hey, bud, what's wrong? This is what's up. Okay, let's fix that for you. Boom. Cool. We got you going again. Now we're going to start your time. You know what's funny about that? It's It, it might just be like an easier thing to do, but it's also kind of like user-friendly, like... Because I feel like if there's an internal timer, people think like, oh, they're they're shafting me. They probably like cut an extra minute or something. Yeah. Like a kitchen timer, it's like, okay, we know how those work. <laughs> exactly. Well, like, it, we have some experiences with it where it's funny where like people mm-hmm. are like, where's all my time? And we're like, well, like it's counting down. It's not counting up. And they're like, <laughs> oh, okay. But like, we'll, we use magnets too to keep track. Cause like, I don't want to put like, oh, you're doing an hour, 60 minutes go. Cause mm-hmm. if anything happens, the timer gets messed up and like, mm-hmm. cool, we have no idea how much time you had. So we'll do like 20 minute increments and stuff. But like, that gives us a hard check on point. Like, in 20 minutes, I'm going to tell you it's been 20 minutes. Got it. And also, like, I can make sure everything's good, even if like I'm checking on you still. But it gives me a hard, like, I'm going to check in at that point. Right. So, well, it just makes sense to check in on yeah. everyone. Like they're handling your equipment. And, like exactly. there's going to be some clumsy yeah. person that like you know fumbles yeah. something, and that gets really expensive. Oh, um, well, oh, has that happened to you? I mean, controllers get punched into the wall a bunch. It happened. Like yeah, it's understandable. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've never charged anyone for it 
it's if you do it maliciously. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one guy where I'm like, if this guy breaks it, I'm charging him. Yeah. Because I heard it being like smack, smack, and like smack, 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 smack. It's like the first two smacks were an accident. Yeah. But like the next three were you knowing what you were doing. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's at this point, it's like $100 for the controller fixed, not even replaced. <laughs> so the thing I did, like when we set up and we spent money, I bought business edition headsets. Okay. It meant zero. It, there, nothing different between that and a normal edition. Mm-hmm. They gave me a warranty for a year and they fixed all my controllers, no questions asked. Oh, so there you go. I'm like, I got my money out of that. So I was mm-hmm. happy about that. But it's just, yeah. But the thing is, at the end of your time, so like time's up, you're in the middle of a game. Like it sometimes, like, great, I'm in Beat Saber playing a song and that song's just got finished perfect but like most of the time no you're like in the middle of the song mm-hmm. and like at this point i can judge like oh you have a minute left in the song hey finish that up and then we'll take you out well obviously you have the screens up yeah, too, yeah. so people can see yeah, yeah. but it's like it, we know kind of all of our games pretty well so mm-hmm. i can tell what you're doing and when's a good pause point in that because it's like oh you're shooting zombies you're in the middle of like all these zombies coming at you that's so lame to come out in the middle of that yeah that's like hey i'm like five minutes left in this story now i'm done like you can't do that Mm -hmm. you have to like finish it up so that cost me money but i everyone knows kind of like hey give it not obviously like hey take like 10 minutes free time but like 30 seconds free whatever yeah be like like, or at least get to that checkpoint yeah exactly something you know yeah, and there's somewhere like the game has like an actual point where you could return later at that point. Okay. So it's like, hey, if you want to do it again, you can pick up right there. So, so how does it work at your when you rent out one of your booths? Is it like, do you pick your game or do you have like an assortment to like so pick every, from when you when you get in there? Or? We have over 55 games. I think it's like 57 now. I honestly didn't know that many 58. games existed for it. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, 60. We have 60 games now, which is awesome. Thank you, Uh, Joy. (laughs) She's showing me the Asian version of 60, which I forgot. Um, (laughs) I thought that was 70. Uh, But yeah, so we have 60 games. Uh, So basically we tell you, pick out your first game. That way when we get you set up, we kind of go over how the controls work, a little bit about what to expect, just this is how it's going to work. And then we'll get you going, kind of push you on your way. But um, after that, you can totally change, which you'll super piss us off. Not piss us off, but it's a little annoying after we get you set up in the game and t- teach you the controls. Because we'll mm-hmm. take a good, like, minute or two to do that, which is our time, not your time. Right. And then you're like, oh, I don't like this game. Let's change it. It's like, do you want to at least play it for, like, a minute? Like, it's a pretty good game. Yeah. Like, you picked a good one to start. So, But you can change. We have a lot of people ask, and still no one's done it, of, like, how many games can I play in a certain number of time? And it's like... I've always wanted to see someone just like, I'm going to play all the games you have in like 10 minutes. <laughs> just like not experience any of them, but just get into them, do one thing and then leave. Yeah, because you got to figure there's a, enough setup. If you have like 60 games, it's yeah. just like set up and then you just kind of like yeah. turn it on and then. Yeah, because we'll swing. pause your game when you switch like yeah. the first couple times. But if, uh-huh. you, if you're doing that, like that's on you at that point. Like, yeah. But you can totally switch. Uh, we encourage it. We want people to do stuff i mean at the end kids always be like oh i wanted to play this too it's like hey well something to come back to like Mm -hmm. you can get to do everything that's totally cool what's the most popular game Uh, right now there's a zombie shooter called arizona sunshine uh they actually have their own like location based game system too which Mm -hmm. is really cool we don't do it i'm kind of curious about it but it's like their own vr place you can go and play just their game oh okay 
but that would actually make sense for a developer. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's another one called Servius, which or no, Servius doesn't do that. Does it? Yeah, Servius does that. They uh, they're a big studio. They're kind of like the only. They're not a AAA developer, but they're like the only big developer in VR right now. Okay. Uh, but they run their own arcade up in somewhere up near LA. Yeah, that's another thing I was curious about too, because obviously with you know regular console and PC titles, you hear about you know your EA, Ubisoft, yeah. all those. But like, who is this, who's the big? Do- they're the big dog in VR. Kind of. It, okay, so now this is me kind of my history, so I might be kind of wrong about this. But don't they, worry, we're not always okay. factually correct on okay, the show. <laughs> they were a studio developing things for a market that no one knew if they existed or not, and it kind of turned out it didn't. Mm-hmm. Where they were like the first guys, they made a game called Raw Data, which in early VR, like, was one of the best games. Okay. Still pretty solid. Uh, I personally don't like it, so we don't care. <laughs> what was the premise of the game? Uh, you shoot robots in the face. Okay, and like they, it's pretty cool. Like it's just. It is what it is. Robots are chasing after just a, you. It's just a target shooting game, pretty kinda, much. Kind of, yeah. yeah. You're okay. in like a small area, so you can kind of move around a bit. You can teleport and just keep okay. shooting these fucking robots as they come at you. Um, but they, I think they were like a 250 person team, which like, if you paid those each person there like ten dollars, mm-hmm. you would need to sell this many games. And guess how many VR headsets exist? Like, not enough to yeah. justify it. So I think they were always kind of trying to figure out, uh, we put this money in, how are we going to get this money out? So they ran their own arcade. Um, this is all my, like, Delta Elevens, but basically we found out from someone who was wanting to have their birthday party with us. They were like, hey, this other arcade said we would do it for half the price of you guys. And we're like, look, our prices are, like, as competitive as we can be. Like, yeah. how are you getting half the price? And they're like, oh, they said, it was this place. They said they were, like, completely dead, so they'll do it for half their price. And I was Jesus. like, oh, that's not a good sign. But no, the, I'm pretty sure that party still went with us, even though we were, I think we were able to get them down a little bit. But we hooked them up, not, uh, not half off, but they still chose us over them. Right. But they built. Give them a little percentage yeah. off, and you're like, okay. Now, Servio still builds some of the cooler games. They built uh, the Apollo Creed game. So it's Creed uh, mm-hmm. Rise of Glory. So it's straight boxing. Right. Originally, it was like the original, like, uh, it's not Donna's Creed, like the new people. But they brought in all like Rocky and. Um, like, oh, Mr. they got the. It's Pizza. actually like licensed and all that. It's the Kinda. official. No? It's, it's official. But like you do like the training sequence. This is Rocky, and like <laughs> it's someone doing a bad Rocky. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm playing Kingdom Hearts, and I'm going through that with the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean level because they got nobody from that <laughs> cast. So it's very clear. It's like, oh, that's not Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's someone doing a Johnny. Yeah. Depp. It's not bad, but it's like we know what he sounds like. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome because mm-hmm. you'll. I get to just hear someone doing a Rocky every day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so bad. It, but, like, it's fun. It's a good fighting game. You can mm-hmm. fight other people in it, too, so it's straight boxing each other. Oh, that's cool. So that's fun. Uh, they made some, like, music game that no one plays, but it's cool. What, um, what music game? Uh, it's called Electronauts. But basically, you can remix songs, but okay. in VR, which is, like, kind of cool because you get all these sliders and, like, drums you can use. 
So it's fun. I feel like that's more of a like an at home thing. Yeah. You probably want to like sit down and like think yeah. about it versus like, oh shit, I have like twenty minutes left. You know? Yeah. They're trying to do it at like GDC is like a DJ doing it and it's like no one's ever gonna do that. Yeah, you'd have to like it that'd be one of those games like DDR it's like you'd have to practice and get really yeah. good at it on your own and then do it for like to perform for people. Though I'll give it that game this like most music games I've ever seen, you had to be good at and this was like if a little kid tries, you can't make it sound bad. Like, okay. it'll hold your hand and, like, it tweaks it a little bit. So, like, yeah, you hit the note then. But if you hit it just a tiny bit later, it'd be on, on key. So, let's let's do that then, then. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. That's kind of, yeah, I agree with you a lot of that. It's like, <laughs> well, like, Beat Saber is the DDR of, I think, Oh, VR. of course. That's the one, like, mainstay I've seen. Like, yeah. Everywhere, you, <laughs> every Let's Player does it. Yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's a great game. It just was simple mechanics. I'm pretty sure it was two, three guys in the Czech Republic that just did this thing. <laughs> and just all of a sudden, like, it hit, and it hit so hard. I think we did uh, VRLA, which is another thing that fell apart for VR. It was a convention up in L.A. Okay. They did, I think, three years of it and then just stopped. Hmm. Like, and it, this year is the heart of VR. Like... This year, no one's really talking about it, but this is the make or break for VR. Like, right. the, the, uh, the Oculus Quest came out, so the cheap headset. Uh, it's like everything VR is happening this year, and the main VR thing isn't happening. So what what do you think? Okay, let's let's get a little broader here. So, like, what do you see the future of VR then? Like, what would it need to be sustainable? It's, it's I think it's, and this is weird because it's, like, I love VR. Mm-hmm. It just, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, you need like okay so if we hang out or like you know friends playing games or something if i'm playing a game i'm not just playing a game like i have my ipad next to me and i'm Mm -hmm. listening to a podcast i have like my phone next to me so if my fiance is doing something she can text me if i'm in vr i can't do any of that shit i'm in vr i'm playing that game and it's physical yeah, and it's a so, set that you have to dedicate. It's almost like the equivalent of going to the gym. It's yeah, like, I yeah, have to dedicate time to this. Yeah, and, and it's space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, like, for, for one of my classes, it was, like, shoot a, a commercial. So I'm like, I'm just going to shoot a commercial of how shitty it is to play VR at home. And so, <laughs> like, I, I, cause I have broken stuff. So of I just course. brought, like, my broken headset. I, I feel like that's inevitable if you have VR yeah. set up at your house. <laughs> so, it, like... I mean, I had fun. I went on Craigslist and found some girl selling a broken TV. So mm-hmm. I was like, I can smash this Sweet. TV. <laughs> but um, so I just set this crap TV up. And then the first thing my cats do is like run into my feet. And it's like, I don't even want you guys to do this. It was a great part of the video. But I'm like, this is just what happens. Like, yeah. you, if you have stuff on your face, like pets are like, what's going on? Yeah. And like, they're tripping over the pets. And then, yeah, I punched the hell out of the TV. That was really fun, though. <laughs> like... And then in the next video, I drove a pickaxe through the TV, which is really fun. Um, but yeah, so just playing at home sucks. And it's just, yeah. Because like, I mean, it's just the way it is now. Like, I don't play online games. Like, I just can't have the, folk, not focus, but just I can't give it the attention it needs to like, hey, yeah, uninterrupted for an hour. Yeah, I don't play online either. No. If, if it's me, it's usually some kind of single player story based game. Yeah. It's Yeah, I don't want to deal with... I want to be able to pick up and go, which is exactly. kind of the one of the problems with VR. Yeah, I'm it's you can't. It's um, there's a the now this Oculus Quest thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna go over that because this is kind of like a big no. Please do what it is. So uh, Facebook, the, this is their thing. 
Facebook bought into Oculus, which was one of the first people that made VR, modern VR. I mean, there's a bunch of background to it of did they really make it? They didn't really invent anything. They just took a bunch of stuff that existed, put it together, and made what modern yeah, VR is. And that, and that was the name I heard at the very yeah, beginnings. Of, that that's was, the only name I heard that for was a while. That was Lucky, this one dude, like this young guy in, I think he was in Irvine. So it's all like close. I know mean, mm-hmm. their headquarters in Irvine. I think he was in one, like Southern California. Right. Um, they got all these investors yeah. in. and Yeah. So then my theory was always Mark Zuckerberg just wanted to play VR. He thought it was cool. He saw this little company and was like, they're not going to make it as good as they could. I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Here's $2 billion. Let us let me do it. Mm-hmm. So they kind of got in. Now, Facebook uh, took this company because Oculus was a Kickstarter thing. It was grassroots as you get. It was, this is my idea. People give me money. Yeah, I remember that campaign. And they were the first big one. They were like $2 million. It was huge that what they did. And then Facebook comes in and is like, Everyone's like, oh, this isn't good. And everyone's like, no, 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 trust this. Like, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Nope, Facebook fucked it up. Uh, Facebook went closed garden. Uh, the system should be... Obviously, everyone needs to make profit. Mm-hmm. That's what your goal is. But Facebook took it, and they're like, we're going to be profit. It's going to be our platform. And basically, we want you to be on us. Give us your data. Uh, basically, we want your game purchases to go through us. Huh. So no outside sources. Which, they're still like that. Uh, you can use Steam to buy games for it, but you can't, like, their system's completely closed still, like, for them. Mm-hmm. But they were at least nice that you could use uh, Steam to still buy some games. But um, now they're making the Quest, which the Quest was announced last year, just came out two months ago, if that. Uh, it's $400 standalone headset. So, from standalone means you don't need a computer. Okay, which so, sounds like a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially a cell phone. It's got the same, it's a Snapdragon R, or I think it's R55 or 33. Good processor. Basically like a high-end cell phone, but it's not trying to do cell phone stuff. It's just doing VR. So that gives it some extra power because like the early VR was put your phone in a thing, block your eyes, and that's VR. Yeah, I think I have one of those for like a Star Wars game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that was cool. But this is now a bit more focused, so it has more processing power, so it's going to straight dedicate it to doing VR. It's not trying to run stuff in the background or anything. It's just running VR. But the way it works is it's kind of cool because it can do um, room scale, which like nothing phone-wise can do anything like that. It can't do any motion. It's called six degrees of freedom, so pitch, yaw, tilt, but then also okay. X, Y, Z axis movement. Okay. But it's really cool. To do that, uh, it uses four cameras mounted on the sides of your, the headset. So what it does is it's 3D scanning your environment, picking up corners, and using those as reference points. Huh. I will say that again. It is 3D scanning your environment. So this is Facebook. Now they showcased its so ability they, they have to 3D map an they, environment. They know what your fucking room looks like. Yes. They showcased <laughs> an apartment that they're like, we captured this just by walking around the headset. You motherfuckers are showing this off to people. Yeah, it's like, so Facebook is pretty much showing people how they're going to spy on you, is what yes. you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So it was also the year before Facebook had done the push for, I think they called it the Facebook portal, which mm-hmm. was supposed to be their chat. Uh, basically hardware so it was a camera that would be able to pan around your room to follow you while you talked so you didn't need to use chat and I'm like why are they trying to get inside my house so bad and so it's just I don't I think it was watchdogs had the quote in the beginning watchdogs too but it's true it's you're now your data you generate is worth more than your value as a person 
Jesus Christ. And it's like, that's scary, kind so of. So how did they even address that issue? Or yeah, did they? They didn't. Of course. It's just, and this was like right before a lot of that privacy stuff like blew up. I think it blew mm-hmm. up like the week after. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, that would have been so good just to yell at them about that. I feel like some other hardware had issues like this too. Like I want to say the Connect had something like this where just pretty much anything with a camera. Yeah. Well, I mean, that can like scan your room wherever you are. Yeah. I think it, recently it was the Echo where it mm-hmm. came. Was it the Echo? It basically came out that it had a microphone in it, but it never said it had a microphone in it. Yeah. It, it, that's the Amazon one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was that one. Because, yeah. I mean, all that stuff's kind of interesting how it works with like the delayed response thing where it has to have two systems to listen to you where mm-hmm. like it, it listens to you to say this one term, mm-hmm. but it's like, it only listens when you say that one term, but it's like, but how does it know I said that term without always listening? And it's like, there's two systems in it. So there's a simple system that can't connect to everything else that listens for you just to say this one word. And as soon as you say that one word, it starts this buffer because you need an instant result. So it listens to you saying everything else you say, and then it'll try to guess. God, I haven't resorted to using one of those yet. No. So I don't think I'll, I don't I, think I will, to be honest. No, it's weird. Like, I don't have anything to hide, but at the same time, that's that stuff just freaks me out. Like, well, it, it's not, I, I know people say that's like, well, if you have nothing to hide, then like, you have nothing to worry about. Well, it's not that. It's like, no, you were invading my privacy. No. Like that, that's the issue. No. Yeah. Have anything to hide? Like people don't think their Fitbit data is going to come up in twenty years when they try to do a like insurance claim. Like, yeah. no, you weren't active enough to mm-hmm. justify this. You clearly, this is your fault. We're mm-hmm. not going to cover you. Yeah, exactly. Like that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Fuck! I wear a sensor for my gym. God damn it! <laughs> they got. That's how they get ah, you. They get you. <laughs> but yeah, like huh, everything's data now, so it's kind of crazy. And I don't know. At my business, we're not data. We take your phone number and use it as a punch card, but we don't use it for marketing at all. But people will get touchy about leaving their phone number. Well, <laughs> They'll be I like, what, it. are you going to sell that to like, whoever and use it? For, I'm going to get weird phone calls? I'm like, no, but we'll let you know when there's a special going on. <laughs> no, like, I don't even do that. Yeah. Uh-oh. I straight up tell people, I'm like, if you get a message from me, you call my store that day because I didn't send that, mm-hmm. and I want to know that this is happening. Oh, God. And I think right, like maybe <laughs> when we close, we'll send a message out that's just like, "Thank you for being a customer." At some point, we appreciate that you've been with us. Yeah, we're closing. Unfortunately, we'll be open for the next week or so. Come in and say bye. Okay. Well, not yet. We're still open. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, okay, but uh, we were God. What were we talking about right off air? Like before we went, it was actually pretty interesting. <laughs> It was, was it, related to was not the not the bad stuff. No, no, not that. Not that concentration camp either. Uh, don't worry about it. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, was yeah, it the TV it, stuff you're talking about, the movies and stuff. Yes. That's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Little, well, a little bit. Moving a w- little bit away from VR, but I'm, uh, I'm over VR, so let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking about like uh, you said you earlier you're a film student. And yeah. Like, has that been like a lifelong passion for you? It has. So I'm I'm like the weird kind of film student though, because like if you think of film student, you think of like director students usually. Like that's yeah. and like I hate that shit. No. I like I want to my my dream job, and this like from being a kid. My dream job was working, and now I know the name of the company, but it was, I wanted to work for sci-fi and make the bullshit movies that used to come out every Saturday. And now Dude, I learned, that looks like so much fun. And now I learned that's the company called The Asylum. Oh. But they actually make some good, they made, um, 
I, I loved Z Nation, but they now had its uh, Black Summer, which is kind of a spinoff from that that was on Netflix. It's like a decent zombie show. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other one they do? I don't. They made another one that was decent, but it was just not what I was into. But like, I just love the idea of you're shooting stuff, but it's not that you don't care, but it's kind of like you you just move on. Like you're not gonna get the perfect shot. Don't try to get the perfect shot. Get the oh, best shot you can. It, it's kind of like a, a time efficiency thing. Yeah, it's just like, like we're on a schedule. Everyone's working an eight-hour day. Let's, yeah, let's go. We want to make this movie. We don't want to make the next, like, you're not going for an Academy Award. Yeah, it's like, eh, good enough, that type of mentality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just seemed like there are always fun movies where, like, oh, what was it? It was... I'm gonna I'm gonna say the line too because the line's so bad. It was what like Shark Attack Three, where the guy the the, the it's a famous actor, famous B actor, mm-hmm. and he just like I, he said it in like an AMA on Reddit about it. he's like I was just fucking around on set trying to get the actress to laugh, and it's like he was like I'm, I'm we're really tired. Let's just go home and rest. Was like the line. He's like see, and he's like oh I'm really tired. I just want to go home and eat your pussy, <laughs> and like they left that in the movie, and it was just like. See, they just thought that was hilarious. This yeah. dude did that, and they're like, we're keeping this in. <laughs> Print that. We're good. Move good, on. Good on the editor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, I love, that's what I love about those B-movies. It's like, if you can tell they're having a good time on set, and that will come through in the final product, yeah. if you can tell, like, I'm going to enjoy watching that movie, no matter how bad it is. Well, like, Ender's Game. I didn't saw that one. No one saw it, but I saw it in theaters. And, like, Harrison Ford's in that. Yeah. And Harrison Ford's a great actor. He sucks his dick in that movie. <laughs> Not literally. Don't go see the movie to see Harrison Ford sucking a dick. He doesn't. He's just a terrible actor got it, in got that movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, don't be there if you don't want to be there. Like, like it's a paycheck movie. Yeah. Like it was. I remember it was like it was going to be like a blockbuster that summer yeah. or whatever it was, and then yeah, and it, it just kind of came and went. Yeah. So it's like, look, like if you're going to make a movie, like have some heart in it. Make it because you want to make it. That's why I hate the new Star Wars ones with him because it's like he doesn't like Star Wars. He doesn't want to be here. No. They forced him in it. Well, they did him a solid by offing him. Spoiler alert! Even though it's been out for, for like, a while. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert! He's like the only one left alive yeah. in real life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> So yeah, they're not doing too great in that movie, killing off people that are alive and killing not killing people that are dead. So, <laughs> oh well, uh, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, we're kind of talking about just that we love, and you'd have the podcast where you talk about mm-hmm. bad movies. I'm kind of, I love bad movies. I think like you guys do a great job. Like Red Letter Media does a great job. I love their shit where they just mm-hmm. review, like all these old ones. I think their like review of Freddy Got Fingered was amazing because I never realized how smart that movie was. I that's one of those ones where it's like I'm suddenly hearing about people defending it. Yeah. And like I now I have like now I'm interested because I remember like when it came out I just kind of wrote it off. It I'm was, like oh it's just Tom Green shit. It was kind of like um, Starship Troopers. Where mm-hmm. people missed the satire. In yeah, it. where it was like, oh, it's just them fighting bugs. And yeah. like, no, there's there's stuff there. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, it's a bit deeper movie than on the surface. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was Tom Green, so it kind of just is easy to dismiss that this was this. Of course. But it's like, oh, it's super referential of itself. But it's like, I don't know, people are doing that. And I think it's great people are doing that because this movie's needed. But I'm like, I love these movies that are just like, it's a movie. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a solid, <laughs> like, yeah. Three to seven stars. <laughs> it's not ten. It's not a great movie, but like you know what, these movies exist. Um, let's see. We were talking about Virus. I love that one. 
what was the other one? I There's... just remember all the marketing. When you said that word, I was just like, oh, all the so, memories I mean, of it came back. And like, I remember seeing the toys of it and yeah. well, that was all cool this thing. other stuff. Virus was, this guy had this idea for this movie and he pitched the movie and they told him no because it was too much special effects. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's not possible to do. And they made a comic book out of it. Oh, okay. I think I remember and seeing then that too. Yeah. That was like mid to mid nineties and then late nineties they actually made the movie. And like I think Roger Ebert said it was like the worst movie they've ever seen. And it, <laughs> it was just like it's it's bad, but not like that bad. Um I rewatched it recently for like one of my classes and did mm-hmm. a movie analysis on it. Yeah. And it wasn't exactly as I remember it, because one of the characters was in it a little bit more than I remember. But it had one of my favorite moments where it was like this character is just like, no, fuck this, and leaves, and then comes back at the end and saves the day. Because it's just like, no, y'all people are stupid. Like, I'm going to go do my own shit, and then his own shit saves everyone. That's that's literally what happened on set. It's like, hey, this this movie's dumb. I was like, yeah. I'll come back. I feel bad. <laughs> I, think, cause I think they talked about that on uh, with the Warriors, that one of the actors literally does that, so they just like, had him kill himself without looking at the camera. They, oh, like, really? He gets like thrown in front of a train, just because the <laughs> actor was just like, I don't want to make this movie anymore. And they're like, alright, uh, <laughs> well, kill this off. other actor that looks kind of like you, pretend you're him and throw him in front of a train. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see, another movie I love was like, Bats. No one remembers Bats. Just B-A-T-S. Not Z. Bats. That was a missed opportunity. And that was, it came out in theaters? Yeah. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, I believe it was 98, 99. I might have to start going to you for like, hey, I need a movie for this segment. It's just, what do you got? Because it's it's not a bad movie. It's just, it's it's a movie. Like, it, it's but it was just funny when you said like it's bats with Lou Diamond Phillips. It's and I'm Lou like I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. I mean, uh, the power duo for me was like Lou Diamond Phillips and Kiefer Sutherland. Like for a while, they mm-hmm. would do a couple like buddy cop movies and just like like <laughs> I think it was Renegades or whatever they did, which is I remember that yeah, actually. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's like what? But like I love Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, me and my fiance are currently watching uh, Designated Survivor. Doesn't, I haven't seen that one. It, it's on Netflix. Uh, okay. Netflix just bought the rights to it and came out with season three. Okay. On, like, honestly, I love this. Oh, sh- this is the one where it's like a bomb like kills everyone at like, yeah, the basically, he was Congress the and he was, he was the dude that was like, oh, he's watching on a TV, but it's like, oh, now you're the president. Yeah. That mo- oh, that, okay. I and it's amazing because it's basically showing, hey, what if we had a president that wasn't a terrible person? Mm-hmm. What if we have a good person as a president? Mm-hmm. And like- this is the shit he has to deal with, and this is that every day. I, I know <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Like I and okay, uh, I haven't seen the new season, uh, and my fiance is listening in the room, so I'm going to spoil kind of what happens at the end of season two. Cover ears, because um, I I've seen it already, but she hasn't. We're mm-hmm. like in the middle of season two. Uh, it basically becomes he's uh, he's independent too, which is the weird part because mm-hmm. we've never had an independent president. Uh, he decides that. It's the end of his first term. He makes it through the full term of whatever, like the term he, I forget the correct term, but basically he inherits the term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he has to run his campaign for the first, like, bit. So he's running actually for president now. And I'm like, I hope they make just, he runs for president in the 2016 election. <laughs> so he's running against, like, obviously not, it's not, I mean, he probably would be the character if Donald Trump would be in mm-hmm. it. He would actually be in it. Yeah. In, like, a Hillary Clinton-like character. Right. Just, like, some, just, Some hey, analog for those two. Yeah, yeah, just, hey, these two, and then a person who's a good person. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, That'd be this great. is weird. <laughs> like, this isn't a thing that happens. So, 
I have no idea what that second season or third season actually is, but I hope that's what what it is. <laughs> but I don't know. So yeah, I just want to. Like it's a Netflix show. They're gonna be like, just do it. They, well, they'll say yes. Like, yeah, they'll get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then there, I mean, there's shows that people need to rewatch. That like, there's no reason to. But like, Murder in Small Town X. Do you remember I've that at all? I've never even heard that. Okay, so You're it like was, a library of these obscure titles. It, I gotta it, start going to you more for these. <laughs> it was. Uh, okay, this actually. What year, what year was this? 2001. So 2001, it, okay. it ended September 4th, 2001. So it ended a okay. week before. Uh, I don't know. Something happened then. I don't remember what though. Uh huh. Anyway, but, <laughs> um, but it was it's a it's this cool concept of show where it was a hybrid. Re, it was a reality TV show, but it was also like a, it was a murder mystery. So there's a murder in this small town in Maine, and the, these people are brought in to investigate. And so there, the entire town was a real town, but, <coughs> but then they had all these improv actors be there too mm-hmm. and so they would just be exploring this town these people would go and just act with them and it was awesome and they had to kind of figure this out and then the serial the killer would kind of like taunt them and every week one of the they'd basically have to pick two places to go investigate so it's kind of a reality show almost game show where it's like you have to like find yeah. the actual murder yeah, exactly it's actually a pretty cool concept and it, was, it, was, it was really cool and yeah. it was an awesome show uh i believe i have to remember i'm, I'm I'm in the process of like getting to the point of rewatching it, but you can watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I think it was an old Fox show, so that's not findable anywhere. But part one, two, right. three, five on YouTube, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, I think he was, he was either the winner or one of the runner-ups was a first responder who actually ended up dying in nine eleven. So it's super Whoa. sad. But like they dedicate like the whole show showcases. There's like this giant statue and they basically ended up dedicating that statue in the town to him, which is, I think really touching. That's crazy. But it's just like shows like that. Like no one remembers that. Do you remember the show? The event, the event. Yeah. I mean, with a title like that, it's going to be hard to remember it. It, so it came out. Wait, let me guess. Okay. Is it aliens? Yes, it is. It it was aliens. So (laughs) the event sounds like an alien type of title. (laughs) It basically came out right after Lost. Okay. And their whole marketing campaign, because the first episode has a plane crash kind of in it. Okay. And so they're like, "This is a little soon, but all right." But we're gonna answer the questions. Ah. That was their whole marketing. (laughs) Was just it's Lost, but questions will be answered. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, your answers were terrible though. (laughs) <laughs> so that's the other half of it you're like oh we'll answer the questions but if they don't make sense <laughs> yeah so it's just shows like that that things are people should watch that you know what it wasn't that great then it's not that great now but you know what people made it yeah, they made this that was there and god that's a that's a show you could just keep doing like if you keep reviewing stuff like this like yeah. um just because no one thinks about it, but like, there's an endless amount of content out there now, and yeah. so much of it is just lost. I'm sure there's a show that I've seen that like no one's heard of. Yeah. I can't think of one right now, but I'm sure there's something. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I love the the idea, like learning about why this is a thing. Like, mm-hmm. why are why do people like podcasts? Why do people watch people playing video games as entertainment on TV? Mm-hmm. Like, why is that? Like, that's been. I don't watch TV anymore. I watch YouTube. Yeah, like, in the same way. That became my thing, and it, I had, like, a whole big, like, mental thing when YouTube Rewind came out where it was like, hey, YouTube's not really for me anymore. Mm-hmm. But it is. Just what they think it is isn't really for me. And it's crazy, because we're Gen 2 of the internet generation. Or they're on the second generation of the internet generation. Mm-hmm. Like, these kids aren't my, like, 
the, the, they're not doing the same jokes I did. Yeah. They're not learning the same things I am. It's like there are kids who don't remember a time without it. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Which, like, because I think I put myself as my cult. My culture was internet culture. Like mm-hmm. that when growing up, that was like in college. That was all I did. Oh, there's a channel I watch where he like uh, his name's Justin Wang. He yeah. does like um, he does this segment called Tales from the Internet, and it's oh, all yeah. stuff from like early internet culture. It's yeah. actually really fascinating. It's awesome, and it, it, like is what you would say. Like you can't say any of that now. Mm-hmm. Like the f word, which we can't use. Not, yeah. not the not the fuck word, but the other one. The other one. Yeah. Like that was a common word just to throw on things. Like, yeah. and it wasn't ever hateful. It wasn't ever, hey, I hate gay people. It was just like, hey, oh, this person's a blank, that, or I almost blanked the wrong word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like this person's a moral blank, or this right. person's like a like old blank and stuff. So it's like, oh, okay. But now it's like, hey, yeet. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I say yeet because yeet's a fun word, but. <laughs> I know it's interesting. Yeah, when you watch like something from not even super long ago, like from just late '90s, which is I guess kind of a while ago, but yeah, yeah you'll see language like that, and you'll be like, "Oh, wait, <laughs> what was I even?" Oh yeah, um, like I love like a Hangover mm-hmm. when the Hangover came out. Like one of the first words, and my friend still greets me with this, which is not the right thing, but paging Doctor F, and it's like you can't say that. Uh, Whoa, you're right. Yeah. yeah. How old was that movie? It was like late. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long. And that was what's his face too, uh, the guy who sings with uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, Bradley Cooper calls people that. No, I do remember that. Yeah, and that's considered like a classic yeah. comedy. And it's like, that's, oh, you already it, it wasn't that long ago. You already can't say that. There was nothing wrong with it then. Yeah, and it's there's something. I think it's good that people don't do that language anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like that was just what we said then uh, i've talked about it on another show where it was like it's kind of a nice kind of time capsule yeah I and think, then you kind of look at like oh this is where we've moved on from yeah i think south park did the best ending of it mm-hmm. and i mean i'm gonna say it i think just to say it for yeah, yeah, the con in this but it was like like because uh, it was there's a bunch of bikers do you remember this episode <laughs> yeah and it yeah, was yeah. like Hey, they're not calling you a faggot because you're gay. They're calling yeah. you a faggot because you're being a faggot. Yeah. And it's just like, that completely expresses kind of how it is. It had they, nothing to do with sexual orientation. Yeah, that that episode was just on TV the other, like okay. a few weeks ago. So yeah. they're still airing it too. Yeah. Which is funny. Which, I'm good, I'm good not saying it. I haven't said it. Right. And, and you were just like, yeah. you're quoting, it's not yeah, like yeah, you were yeah, calling yeah, anyone that. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have other fun words I can call people. So, <laughs> all good. <laughs> But uh, no, the the example I always bring up for that is a Blazing Saddles. It's like there's no way you could oh, yeah. make that today. Like a lot of the language they use, it's like, well, no, you're not making that. Yeah. And then, I mean, like PewDiePie said the N-word. Yeah. PewDiePie had, I think that was probably when he had about 50 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was like 90 something. <laughs> yeah. I was part of the last push of get him beat T-Series, but T-Series ended up beating him because... The billion Asians can't t- t- beat them. Yeah, it's just, it's um, what is it? They're out of like India or something. Yeah, it's right? basically they have, it's like a gigantic channel. Yeah. yeah, they're all the Bollywood songs. Pretty oh, much every okay, song okay, in Bollywood gotcha. is owned by them. Yeah, so it's their music channel. Uh, but it's <sighs> nuts. Yeah, it's funny because he always mentions that about like, hey, I said this once. I was stupid and I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. 
everyone still brings it up. Mm-hmm. Like, enjoy that T-Series. Have fun with being number one and everyone bringing up the crap you did. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, they're kind of like a faceless company right now, aren't they? So it's, yeah. they can kind of hide behind that. I mean, I think, like, I love internet drama stuff. And, <laughs> like, PewDiePie did it so Gamer well because he, he would do it in channel. songs. <laughs> Where he did, like, the song Congratulations to T-Series and basically, like, made fun of them and was like, hey, look, like, I'm sure the Me Too movement's not going to affect you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure, like, you guys haven't done anything suspicious. Like, start by, like, selling uh, illegally downloaded songs and then also be tax evasion stuff. (laughs) It's just like, all right, dude. Like, (laughs) well played. But still, if you think about it in terms of scale, it took a company to beat literally one dude yeah yeah which is awesome they, yeah. <laughs> if you have time i recommend watching just the one the fun i love the videos they did the bitch lasagna and congratulations <laughs> that was the first thing that okay. started the whole beef between them which mm-hmm. is kind of funny but um there's a good making of video of them just making the music video at the end which was him being like i got overpassed by this company mm-hmm. it's over and it's just them being like, so you have these like three multi-millionaire YouTube guys making a music video and we need a party scene and we need a room filled with balloons. How do we do that? They're like we go to the dollar store and buy balloons and blow them up ourselves. Yeah. And just like, yeah, that's, you're just too, you're still dudes. Yeah. You're not just, this big company. Yeah. The overhead is still low for us guys. It's yeah. Like, that's, how do you think I stay rich? <laughs> exactly and it's, that's what i miss and i mean it's kind of going away on youtube but that's what i loved about youtube it yeah. was just a guy i don't i don't even like um i mean i, I like it when the channel has like some production value yeah. but when they overdo it and i'm like this just looks like the crap i pass over on like cable tv yeah. um I, I still prefer when it's oh here's a good example game grumps i yeah well it, it's literally just two friends playing on a couch and you just watch them fuck around on them whatever mm. random game rest in peace john tron yeah <laughs> apparently he's still he's still no, like he still a huge stuff. channel yeah, yeah he has his own channel then, he does stuff but he does something like every what five months something yeah, like that something he ridiculous he said some something some stuff. along the line of like it's not racist if it's statistics yeah it's... but you can't say that stuff still but mm-hmm. he, he he did a bunch of stuff with flex tape he actually did a thing with Phil from Flex Tape, which was awesome. I think I saw, like, uh, it came up in my recommendations. Yeah. yeah. I love him. I have some shirts. It's funny. Just mm-hmm. people say stupid shit. You have to get used to it. Yeah, and he's, like, a young guy, too. Yeah, he, that's he thing. was, like, 24, like, really young. Yeah. I got over, I don't know. So, I like, what you said, too. I agree. There's, like, this great area of, like, if you're making a good channel, or even for podcasts, I think mm-hmm. this is a thing, too, of, like, if you're popular but not too popular you're good but if mm-hmm. you become like that like last podcast on the left or mm-hmm. like cracked podcast like you're like the podcast mm-hmm. you're horrible yeah. it's gone downhill just because you know you have millions of listeners you know you have this huge just people that will like whatever you say you're not saying anything content wise yeah like i love the crack podcast i thought that that was what got me into podcasts and it was just like, hey, these cool ideas you've never heard of and concepts. And then it just became people talking about themselves, which I get, mm-hmm. which you can totally do. This is literally what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But we're not trying to do this for 100 episodes. You're talking to different people. You're giving like different people's perspectives. 
it's not the same five dudes doing it over and over again. Right. Well, and I, I think part of that too is just over time, your channel's going to evolve. Maybe they get yeah. kind of sick of doing what they were doing. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, it can change. Um, but you are right about like that bubble. It's like when the channel's just like, it's big, but not like big, but if that makes sense. <laughs> um, because like Gingrams is like five million subscribers, yeah. which is big, but yeah. it's not PewDiePie big. Exactly. Uh, they're cool. Um, do you know Mega Sixty Four at all? Yeah. yeah okay. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, they're, if they're you affiliated, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they did the uh, Mega Sixty Four does game days, mm-hmm. which started as a joke because it was game gay days at Disney, where all the gay people go to Disney and red mm-hmm. shirts, and they misthought that and they thought it was gamer days, where it's all the gamers go and do it. But then they were like, hey, that was a funny joke. Let's actually do Gamer Days. Yeah. And then it became a convention, too. So they would do one day at Disneyland, oh, but that they'd also I do a day at a convention. And Southern California cast, it's right the mm-hmm. hell down the road. Uh, I think we did the first one they did that was actually, like, convention and then the go to the park the next day. Game Grumps were the, like, guests. Oh, that's awesome. So we got to go in that. And I want to repeat it just because I think it was one of the greatest pieces of advice I've ever heard. And it was just people asked advice from people, and this was, ah, I, remember, I know his name's Danny, the long hair. Yeah, Danny. Forget the He has a cool band name, mm-hmm. like Sex. Danny Sex, uh, it's a ninja sex party. Yeah, ninja sex party. And it was just like, like, what advice do you have? It was like a young kid. And he goes, just, my advice, if, if you could give yourself advice like five years ago, what would it be? And his was, you're not too old. Like, he's like, I thought, you know, I'm just, done like mm-hmm. what I, i've accomplished sort of what i was going to accomplish just things are there's still time to do everything and honestly i think that was part of the reason i opened my business was like i don't know i was kind of just not doing anything with my life mm-hmm. and it was like you know what like i have time to do stuff like mm-hmm. going back to school that was kind of another th- like this is sat with me for a while and it was like no no like there's still time to do things you want to do like you don't have to just sell your soul to the corporate world just yet or you mm-hmm. don't have to like just do stuff because you think people want you to do stuff like go and do the things you want to do yeah i definitely had that crisis when i was in my 20s like yeah. I'm, I'm 34 now and then it kind of all clicked when i hit 30 and i'm like oh no i'm i'm still okay i'm not a decrepit old man i can but, i can still physically do all this stuff <laughs> like i just turned 30 this year well technically like the end of last year but i don't I think I'm like I became an adult this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was an adult before this year at all. Oh yeah, like same. Like your twenties are your time to fuck around. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm going back to school right now is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's like, like I'm a, I'm I'm in community college doing something I like, but I'm a straight A student, and it's just because I have my shit together. Mm-hmm. Like I understand. Like this is my homework. Just go do it real quick. Yeah. And like, cool. I'm done. And yeah, I'm still gonna do all my video projects the night before they're due. But like, you're gonna do them. I'm gonna the do point. them, yeah. and they're gonna be done pretty well because I know what I need to do to get them done well. So, while running a business, while running a business, <laughs> um, my favorite moment from last semester though, my teacher was like, "Hey, Will, like your audio was shit. Like my last project I did, I'm never gonna show. It showed once in my class. That project is never gonna be seen by anyone ever again." <laughs> It was, um, it was just like a meta mess of like, this is the final project I need to shoot. How am I going to shoot this? Mm-hmm. And it, I tried to do like a nutty professor thing 
oh, where it was just me being every character. Right. And like, I didn't have the time to make it work right. So instead of just being like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, we'll just have it look shitty. It was like, oh no, I'm just going to pop in right here, say that line and then disappear and be mm-hmm. over here reacting to mm-hmm. that line and then pop out. And then like the scene just disappears. But he was like, hey, like, I know you have audio equipment. Like, why didn't you have like lav mics in this? And I'm like, oh, I have a lav mic on. Like, it's you can kind of see it right there. And he's like, well, why is your audio so shitty? And I'm like, oh, because my fiance was asleep in the bed next to me. I didn't want to wake her up. <laughs> he's like, and then some of the class is like, oh, why? And he was like, well, because he was shooting it 3 a.m. last night. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that it's was like, like, hey. This is going to get done. Yeah. I needed an ending for my video. <laughs> yeah, this just has to get done. So we're going to do it now. <laughs> yeah. I run a business on top of this. <laughs> yeah. So it's just get it done. But, you know, get your shit done. Yeah. Then. Shit. I think that's a pretty good ending. And then we've been having technical difficulties. Like, I want to keep going for another hour, but it's. We'll um, do this again. Sometime. Yeah. We'll do this again soon. And we'll definitely have you on for since you were garbage at some point. But, Will, this is. A ton of fun. Sorry, I didn't um, let you talk too much. Huh? No, no, that's as fine. I talk over you. As, I mean, I right now. I brought you in like so I could hear your story. And, okay, like, this has been a lot of fun. Um, well, uh, well, anything to plug? Where can they find you? Um, obviously uh, your business. We are at uh, most of my address. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So go now, VR gaming. Especially uh, now, when I say it, it's going to sound really bad because it's three, two, one West Catello Way. Um, Suite 153 or 157 that's the same store so really close to Disneyland yes uh, so real quick um, technically we have two store fronts to mm-hmm. make up our whole store so it's we have two doors mm-hmm. um, one door's address is technically that address the other door's address is technically 400 West Disney Way uh, we like the West Disney Way address because it sounds cooler. Got it. But its GPS location will not take you to our store. Ah, You'll okay. be like, hey, this is like a loading dock. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, don't go there. Yeah. Um, honestly, that's the best place to find me. Uh, you can email us, info at GoVRGaming. Uh, and uh, then yeah, you have the website too. Yeah, yeah. Um, GoVRGaming.com. Uh, social media stuff's all just GoVRGaming. Um, I have personal stuff. Uh, just it's it's garbage. I don't use social media. I, <laughs> That's not, fine. I don't believe in it. Kind of thing. I you guys don't give a shit about what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna try to show off that I'm eating some sweet ass food or like, here's my trip to Taiwan. Enjoy. But how do you know what happened if you don't put it on Instagram? <laughs> it did. Now, <laughs> that's why I love my fiance because my fiance documents everything for me, so it go. does exist. Um, so, uh, it can I plug your shit at least? What is it? Yeah, if she wants to plug her stuff. Do you know it? Uh, Joy Chiu Photography. <laughs> you just come say it later. And we'll record that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just come to the store. Uh, don't call the store. I hate that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm a millennial. Yeah. I, don't, I fucking hate the phone. Don't talk on the phone. I'll give God. you my phone number, but if you call me, like, you, fuck you. <laughs> I have a friend I don't hang out with because he just fucking calls. So, text like, dude, me. I could be busy. Stop it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't message me on Facebook either because that, <laughs> that fucks my numbers up because Facebook judges you by how long it takes to respond. But What? Uh, I didn't know that was one of their analytics. Yeah, for oh, business, it's God. one of the things it judges you on. So, like, oh. 
if you hit me up at like 3 a.m., like right when I go to sleep, that fucks my numbers up. Oh, uh, God. So I'm sure everyone's going to fucking do that now. Um, <laughs> but just, just go to the website, go to the actual location. Yeah. Shoot me That's an email. That's it. Shoot me an, an email. email. There we go. <laughs> Honestly, if you have VR questions, I will help you. Um, one of my favorite, real quick, was this guy just called and he was like, hey, I'm, I I bought an Oculus Go, which is like the shitty headset. Uh, I work for a church. It's not working. Oh, what do I do? And I was like, hey, I'm an arcade. This isn't my job, but I have one of these. Um, did you do this and this? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's resetting. I'm like, okay, it takes a minute. Just let it go. You do you everything mm-hmm. right. You're good. And he was like, okay, thank you so much. And then I never heard back from him. So I assume <laughs> it worked. So There you go. So yeah, if you have VR questions, just answer. Ask us. We'll fucking waste our time and answer this for you. We appreciate people. Hey, you're you're like helping it. people. Yeah. That's the important thing. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive has its own social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive. Uh, this show is part of the Geek Say What Network. Uh, so big thank you to the network and to JPG for giving us a platform. He makes me say thank you to him. Um, the network has a plethora of other shows available right now on Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your talking. First up, we have uh, Ready Set Geek, uh, hosted by Alex Catherine, your starting line to geek culture. We have Geek KO, our weekly trivia podcast, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. We have Nerds on a Roll, hosted by Rob and Lauren and their whole crew, a live play RPG podcast. And then we have uh, DGIF, Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, putting a lens on marginalized issues within the geek community. And on the horizon, we, that's right, we got another podcast coming up called PNG, Pencil Neck Geeks, uh, tagging in your inner wrestling geek, hosted by Berto Ponce and Elaine Delala. So look for that supposedly later this month but we'll see how that goes um but yeah keep an eye out for all of those subscribe comment uh rate uh we really do appreciate it next shout out goes to wayland productions for uh, providing the space the equipment helping us sound great you can find them at wayland.ws and uh, f- uh follow their audio drama we're live frontier on alpha and apple podcasts Final shout-out goes to jordandene.com. That's jordan, D-E-N-E.com. They're a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy, and they're eco-friendly. And if you shop with the promo code GEEKSAYWHAT, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I believe that's it. Will, thank you so much. This was a ton of fun. We're definitely going to have you back on. I uh, can't wait to have you back. <laughs> you okay. can say something. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to hold that as long as I could. Yeah. <laughs> was excited to come back, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a it's a quick walk, so I can walk here pretty quick. Perfect. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Oh, and can to I check out this? That's oh, my favorite. Oh, thing. yeah. Wait, do you have a. Oh, no. I'm just going to. Anytime I get a video of me. All right. So uh, you got to drop a comment. You got to hit that like button. Smash that like button. <laughs> I want you to break that like button. You, do it three times. Hit it once, unhit it, and hit it again to make sure it's working. I want. Notification squad, hit that little bell button, even though we're not on YouTube. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna bring Amazon gift cards to give out. I forgot to do that. Oh, don't worry about it. Next time, next time. Okay, next time I'll bring just random codes. So I'll be like A two three seven B. Um but yeah, definitely That's like notification the next squad. 20 minutes of the show. It's just me reading codes. But yeah, notification squad, please rate and subscribe. We need them analytics to get up, get some viewer things. If hey, if you disagree with things I say disagree with it yeah but don't comment but if you agree definitely comment yeah make us look good please yeah, thank you. <laughs> don't forget to rate comment and subscribe to check out our slash i'm sorry john to join the offensive thank you everybody